Welcome to Bendy. Join your two favorite transatlantic weirdos, Andy from Ireland and Beth from the USA, as we take you on a journey through every topic imaginable with insight, vulnerability, and fart jokes, or in other words, the complete human experience. Hello, and welcome to Bendy, a podcast about being flexible in all of the ways that means. Thanks for joining us. My name is Andy Young and I'm one of your actualized transcendent hosts. Joining me as always is our other actualized and transcendent host, Beth Martin. Beth, a pleasure as always. What's the crack with you Andy. this week? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what does actualized mean? Like, so actualized just mean, I, as far as I understand, is like you know, you've reached your peak potential in whatever. When you, If you're actualized, oh, right. you're, you know, the best version of you you can possibly be. And you know the way. So we've. Yeah, we've, we've, we've both completed mental health, right? So we're... <laughs> we checked that yeah, box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Beth, what I is the it. crack with you? What is the crack? Um, so Mike's back from Vegas. Yay! Nice. So that means that I have, I have um, help again. Mm-hmm. And also means that we're, you know, the projects begin. Of course. So we're out staining the concrete in the backyard don't know why but we're doing it apparently that's what you do with houses yeah um and i i'm trying something new Mm -hmm. it's called the um it's called the pomodoro technique oh i've heard of this yes so i am like in such procrastination land i cannot dig myself out of it i'm not doing yoga i'm not for listeners like i'm writing a book Mm -hmm. i'm like more than ha- I'm like three quarters of the way done. Can't write. Can't look at it. Mm. I'm working on some of my, like trying to get some of my dad's screenplays going. Can't look at them. So I was talking to a friend and she was like, oh, have you heard of the tomato timer? And I was like, what? And she was like, the tomato timer technique. And she was like, it's some Italian or someone. So the guy's name is Francisco uh, Cirillo mm-hmm. and created this technique where you actually have a a literal tomato timer. Um, I'll upload some me using it onto whatever platform so people can actually see the, it's the cutest thing ever. And so you basically like divide up your tasks and you do the thing for like 20, 15 to 25 minutes. And then you take like a five minute break. Oh, and then you do the other thing mm-hmm. for like 15 to 25 minutes and then you take a break. But that way you do something. Yeah. Even if it's not all of the things. And, so I've started procrastinating that. Yeah. Or oh, procrastinating on the Pomodoro technique. <laughs> on the te- Pomodoro technique. But it's really exciting because um, I know, like I've tried using my phone for this, uh-huh. but then I get on my phone and I'm like, oh, well, let me look at this thing and let me check that and, you know, the texting. And so it literally just like takes the phone element out of it, mm. which is yes. one of my goals these days in general. Right. Because it's become all the things and that drives me crazy. And don't even get me started on uh, two-layer authentication using my phone to get into anything. So it's literally just a little cute tomato timer that sits on my desk and I use it. And so thanks. Thank you. It definitely does (laughs) sign. You're welcome. (laughs) It definitely does sign (laughs) familiar. I think I've heard of that before. I don't think I knew the name. Because it's something that I had... Because you're smart. Because I'm super smart, yeah. Um, <laughs> is, you know, something I had tried in terms of, like, some of my creative stuff was 
going at least do five minutes a day or whatever and you know because you can always find five minutes and oftentimes you'll find that if you start doing five minutes of something then maybe it'll flow a little bit more and you can get get more done you can have a productive session but um certainly in recent months probably certainly recent months i just haven't had time at all but i hope to and i've i've kind of now carved out what I hope are like two afternoons a week that I can use to do creative stuff. Mm-hmm. Let's see how, like in recent time, it's been bogged down with other things, but my hope is that I can use that productively, but we'll see how it goes. That's good. Do you want to, do you want to flip the crack to you? Sure. Um, okay. What's the crack? What's the crack with me? So um, I guess I'm still kind of um, doing a lot with, the choir we're building up towards our like um christmas concert which is going to be happening on the 13th of december and i f- feel like i asked you this already are you guys gonna stream it no uh, the reason why we're okay. not is because you have to like there's a whole rights thing with, Ooh, with stuff like that gotcha. that just gets really it gets dodgy i'm realizing that there was a lot of op- op- you guys can opt out of a lot in the uk and ireland yeah. Yes, like, with I the can't digital collect right stuff. Analytic, yeah. yes. So, yeah. like analytics, I'm not getting. Yeah, that's fairly <laughs> from, from your countries. Yeah. It's it's a mind. I can say countries. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Because it was okay, all of going. Europe, but yes. Um, and what was I? Oh yes, choir. So, um, yeah. So it's just been a lot. I think hopefully we're I'm going to be in a bit of a better place. Um, this week, and things are going to start settling down. But yeah, that's been drawing a lot of my focus over the past week i would say so that's correct how much time do you spend on that do you think um i mean that was a face that was a face you just made i really don't know like i mean i'd say uh, whenever it gets super busy for a while there when things settled down i was maybe doing um a couple of hours a week but i'd say at the minute it's probably closer to like I don't know, probably a day's worth of work, so probably seven or eight hours a lot of the time, just with various bits and pieces. Like, that's including the rehearsal itself and stuff and the kind of okay. build up for that and things, you know, but it's not insubstantial, you know, whenever I'm trying to mm-hmm. um, make ends meet in other ways. I mean, again, I really like it. I really am excited about it and I'm really excited to see where we go with it. Um, but yeah, it has been, it's also been like such a learning curve because I haven't really done anything like this before i've never organized anything of any uh, sort of size i mean i've certainly organized smaller groups of folks but like this is this is a much bigger project but the exciting thing about it is i had a meeting last week and um with other other groups who are doing stuff in in the carrickfergus area and they um really liked you know how i was getting on and or and or you know and i was talking to them about you know the frustrations of like earning money trying off by yourself and you know it's a possibility of maybe finding something in that sector which is kind of exciting and that's not something that i had anticipated or planned on so it's just really lovely the kind of things that you get just from building these connections that you don't you know it's nice to do something and then somehow it turns into a job offer yes (laughs) very much so yeah so lovely that would be amazing and you would be like are you, yeah i mean i'm already are you yeah i'm already uh my wheels are turning but are you guys charging like tickets yeah so what we're gonna do okay. is um 
been a bit tricky to uh, this is another thing to figure out is I am putting a donation price in our Eventbrite um um event um so basically I know I couldn't think good description right uh so basically I'm asking if people can either pay two pounds five pounds or ten pounds and like any money they pay supports the choir basically Mm -hmm. so that's what I've put in there um and we'll see what happens we'll see we'll see we'll see what we get from it that's awesome I'm proud of you this is like a big deal it is a big deal it is a big deal and it's just not something I anticipated at all at the start of this year if you told me I was doing this I would have went no no you no you're not (laughs) (laughs) and yet here (laughs) I am yes we can say that about a lot of things (sighs) yeah welcome to my life (laughs) both our lives I suppose I guess as it was I know what it doesn't make any sense (laughs) as it were (laughs) as it were as it was as it were yeah I understand (laughs) what you're saying Okay, I don't understand what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we're we're in the right area though, right? <laughs> kind of people. I think so. People have got, I think so. People are vibing with us, right? And that's all that matters. <laughs> that's all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we we thought of a a business mm-hmm. co- corner name. Business corner. So right, so but it's Beth. Uh, what's occurring? What's what's occurring? What's occurring? Um, which means what's going on? What's happening? What's yeah. o- occurring? Yeah, I mean, like, so yeah, I have I have good news for you. Oh yeah, I was able to get some da- data from um Ooh. some random person that emailed us uh, that ye- our uh, comedy podcast is number one hundred and thirty six in Ireland. Nice. <laughs> I know. We broke the 200 barrier. That's nuts. <laughs> and we're 91st for comedy podcasts in Pakistan. So yes. we've got that going for us. Um, I'm um, So I started a YouTube channel where we post the actual like podcast for people to listen to, but I'm also putting shorts up. Mm-hmm. So I like edit down these videos that we make into funny things or whatever. Uh, some people think they're funny. And I did the one where you were describing Mirthful. Yeah, I saw that one. And you did the one with me <laughs> doing the Wasp yes. as well. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. But Mirthful is getting uh, the most views. No way, really? Yeah. So funny. This is why I've started dressing nicer because I'm like, we're going <laughs> to I'm wearing makeup. A, a nice jumper on. A jumper is a shirt, right? A sweater? A sweater, yeah. Okay. Like a Macintosh? No, I think I would maybe describe what you're wearing as a jumper as well. So a kind of woolen, long-sleeved top garment? Oh, no, that's not good. I fell apart at the end there. (laughs) It's okay. Um, So I thought that was funny. Also, Mm -hmm. I'm captioning this podcast, which is... They give you options sometimes. You can do English UK or English USA, uh-huh. and neither of them can figure out what you're saying at <laughs> the time. So it's like you said six, and it 
kept saying sex on the caption and something you were saying and it was like blah 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 and what it, you said was completely different but it said the caption said vaccine and so it's just like i'm like we're getting flagged Quite interesting so se- it is sex and vaccine I'm podcast sexy vaccine podcast i'm dying when i like and i i'm not changing or editing them because they're just too funny so yeah, definitely if you want a good laugh no just read the captions on on any of the shorts that we're posting um we got a shout out from um, our friends Pedro and Leah, who own a surfing school mm-hmm. in um, south of Lisbon. It's in Lisbon. So I just wanted to say thank you. They're amazing. They and also, if anyone's in Portugal, go to this surfing school. They're amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's www.salingsurfing.com. Mm-hmm. Great teachers. Yeah great staff they have a restaurant there Ooh. and so you can you know yeah the food is amazing right so um so yeah so hey hey guys and thank you and um we're just plugging your yeah. business we love you because we love you yes um that's what's a that's what's occurring that's what's occurring nice i like yeah well, yes. i hope you're well yes. updated i think do i um, i suppose i have to give a smoke update i am still sometimes smelling smoke <sighs> Yeah, I'm gonna see the. So weird. I'm gonna talk to the doctor about it this week, so we'll see what happens. It's so weird. It is. It's. Uh, it's. My brain very slowly failing, probably at this juncture, but we'll we'll find out soon, I guess. Why couldn't it be candy? You know. I agree completely. Why? I mean, if it was something I like, nice, I wouldn't want to fix. There's not much I hate more than the smell of it, like. Is it cigarette smoke or like it kind of is burning house? Is. It's not quite as intense as cigarette smoke, but it's not, it doesn't have that like sharpness to it. But it's 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 it has a similar character for sure. I think you have a peeping tom that's like staring in your window smoking, smoking cigarettes. cigarettes. It's quite possible. Uh huh. Uh huh. I gotta keep my eyes open for peeping toms. It would be hard to peep peep into this house, but yeah, I mean, I appreciate their uh, effort if they're doing that. And also, smoke, <laughs> smoking is ballsy. <laughs> if, you're, if you're peeping at somebody and you're smoking, geez Louise. You do not give a fuck. No. <laughs> Clearly not. Alright. I think that's all the, the... Oh, yeah. That's all the news. That um, that's all the news. Anything else you want to add? No, I don't think so. Keep us posted on your... your smelling smoke yeah uh when do you when do you go to the doctor i'm gonna to talk to him on wednesday so okay yeah so we'll see how it goes fingers crossed okay well give us an update thanks <laughs> <laughs> or you know it might be a stalker yeah it might be a stalker that's what we'll find out i just to set up cameras around the house as well so we can get i think you should we can rule out both uh, both options okay <laughs> all right do you want to move on to our topic of the day yes please so we are going to talk about emotional health. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to read a quick disclaimer. Um, this is a sensitive topic for many. So Bendy the Podcast and content posted by Bendy the Podcast is presented solely for general informational, educational, and entertainment purposes. Listeners should not uh, disregard or delay in obtaining medical advice from any medical or mental health condition they may have and should seek assistance of their healthcare professionals for any such conditions. Yeah, that's perfect. And now let's bear our souls. Dun, dun, dun. Like, <laughs> I, um, yeah, and I think, you know, that's probably, we should say that about, like, I mean, all of what we are talking about is just our experiences anyway. And yeah. 
to me, I find it's useful hearing other people's experiences because it makes me feel less alone with these things a lot of the time. And Agreed. I think that's kind of what we're trying to do with this when we talk about it a little bit. If, you know, from both of us talking a little bit openly about this sort of subject, if it's helpful to somebody in any way at all, then amazing. But it should not replace, you know, speaking to somebody, an actual professional. Exactly. But yeah. Way to summarize what I just said. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. We need to fill. We need to fill minutes here, Beth. Okay. I know. <laughs> you just don't want to talk about this. Uh, no, I'm. I'm. You know. You know me. I am an you, open are, book. I know. And um, I. I, uh, I actually. So just because I was a little bit worried about you know in case it gets too uh, intense. So there is a meme that I love. Do you know the sort of. Mm-hmm. The format of the meme is men will literally and then something nuts and then it's like but instead of going to therapy meme, do you know that one? Uh-huh. Uh-uh. It's it's like uh similar to there was another one rolling around that was like describing like a hairball that someone had in their stomach and it was like it was like the size of a hot dog and as heavy as a potato and like the way it was described it was like americans will do anything to avoid the metric system (laughs) (laughs) i love it so i get i get i get i got you do you want to give you an example i've got one yes written out that i created i think it's i think it's mine i'm sure somebody else has elsewhere so men will literally find the one ring put together a fellowship break that fellowship then travel to the peak of mount doom instead of going to therapy so like that, right? Yeah. <laughs> so we'll try to drop those, you know, if things are getting too tense. Please do. We'll just drop yes, in I like a wee memorable rather. Uh, okay. 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 And I, I will, I, I just want to begin this by saying thank you to you for being open enough to talk about this. Of course. Because, um, well, it's not of course. Um, yeah, you're right. You, you are, this is something that you and I talk about a lot. True. But the fact that you're open enough to talk about it and you're vulnerable enough to talk about it, um, it just shows a lot of strength of of your own and like getting to the point where you are able to talk about it. And as um, not to point out the fact that you are a male, but yeah. you are. What? And <laughs> I know. Sorry. Surprise. Um, I know. Right. But it's not something that I think I think given your culture and, you know, it's not something that's spoken about. And so if this podcast episode helps anybody to open up to a friend, like that would be, yeah. like if it just helps one person to do that um, and then get, get the to therapy. Yay. And yes. you know, so I just want to say thank you. No. Yes. Thank you for saying that. You didn't, yeah. I <laughs> mm-hmm. appreciate it. Um, yeah. Cause you know, I often am like, yeah, whatever. But you're right, it's true. And I mean, I um, I know that it's still... I feel like, I, I, certainly these days, I'm hearing a lot of people kind of go, oh, well, it's getting a lot better. And then by just saying that sentence, then they're done. You know, it's like, sweet, you know. <laughs> Things are changing. And I'm like, right. yeah, but <laughs> still, it's still tough to have, like, um, those conversations or... You know, I don't know. We can we can talk about it more. We're we're going to get into it. Um, do you want? Do you want to lead off with the question, or shall I lead off with the question? Um, I'm gonna. I can. It, it, 
I'll start. Okay. Uh, how, like how, how I'm choosing to word, use the word emotional health. Yes. I like it. <laughs> because, um, mental health is, um, I feel like it focuses too much on one thing. Yeah. Like, does your brain work? Do you need medication? As opposed to like this whole other, like, you know, mind body, it's, you know, the yoga, the mind body spirit. Yeah. Um, I, you can't have okay mental health without having okay emotional health. So I, I think that those go hand in hand. So with that in mind, how, how generally is your emotional health these days? Um, it's like, I would say, I, it's not being great. It's such an interesting thing in terms of, I think as soon as I started paying more attention to it and just quickly for people who don't know i guess over the past five years i have done um i well okay actually let's go a bit further back i guess i first started noticing these sorts of deep sort of dips um in my late teens early 20s i initially made the effort to try to talk to a doctor in my mid-20s and he essentially gave me a form and like because i when I start talking about this stuff, especially when I'm trying to really uh, talk about it in detail, as you know, because for like mental health professionals, that's useful. Like I will cry quite quickly, and so like this, there's this young doctor, and he was he just panicked, and he gave me a form, and he left the room, and he did not come back into the room, and I it put me I know it's not good, and he that put me off for years and uh, for uh, until I went back again probably that's gonna make me cry i know so like probably like six or six to uh, six or seven years later in like early 30s i went back and there was a doctor there and like uh doctor uh, well, i don't know what's her name but um who she was so kind and her she really kind of set me off on a path and she kind of got me on to do some cbt and then i was going to speak to a uh, just to, uh, CBT is cognitive behavioral therapy yes. for those that don't know it's kind of like a, a toolbox to kind of um, sort of a mental toolbox to help deal with some emotional stuff and I think there's value there I didn't find it super useful for me there's still stuff that I took from it that I still kind of use uh, that I like but it wasn't really a good fit for me I was then going to do therapy and this was all via the NHS and um I was about to start doing that, but then I got myself a girlfriend, and you know, you get yourself a girlfriend, all your mental health problems are solved, right? right. <laughs> uh, so I didn't bother until they're until not. Until they're not. I didn't bother until that relationship ended, and then I uh, had some pretty bad times. Uh, did some more CBT, uh, got into therapy. Therapy really helped me process a lot of stuff. Has had been really good for me. Certainly, my first therapist. I then spent a little bit more time in therapy last year. I want to say about twelve months, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's up to, to where I am now. I think I would like like to always be in therapy, but it's very expensive, and um, I so like I can't. I just can't. I can't afford it right now, sadly. But um, so I think my mental health is. Um, okay at the minute I've, I I had a particularly bad dip over the past few days so it's it's tough for me to give a sort of accurate judgment on it um, I think I've mostly been 
good. I think like doing things like this, the podcast has really, really helps. The choir really helps. Um, but I have definitely had some really deep, uh, dark sort of moments over the past, the past few years in particular, like, um, yeah and it's 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 tough because you know especially now i i have tool i have the tools to deal with um a lot of this stuff um sometimes like mm-hmm. um so it means that whenever i hit a really bad spot and i'm then unable to kind of deal with it or not get you know pulled in i take it a lot harder you know, I really kind of then you know, cause and because I'm blaming myself, that then feeds it, and it just kind of makes it a lot worse. Um, so I'm okay, I would say, but I still, um, I'm still on this. I don't think I'll ever stop. I'm still, I'm still like in this period of like constant vigilance, and it's just a lot and tiring a lot of the time. You know. I understand. Um. What about what about you? It's interesting. I think mine. I've had. It's been a roller coaster of a couple decades. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I think mine. It was more situational. Uh, my dad died in two thousand seven, and that just like rocked my. It split me in half, and then I, I'd never really had anything that awful happen Mm -hmm. um and i'm gonna be super vulnerable here um he had cancer for three and a half years and he didn't let my mom tell anyone so i didn't know until he a week before he passed away so that was just like shock on top of shock i guess um and then you know to think back like those three and a half years and like what could I have done differently and all those, you know, it's like, Oh, so then I just like tanked and, um, you know, they kept trying to put me on different antidepressants, but none of them, they would just, I would have, uh, bad reactions. Um, and I wasn't sleeping. And when you don't sleep, like my, my insomnia has always been part of my life, but then it really got really bad. Um, and I didn't really have any coping mechanisms at that point. I didn't know how to deal with grief. I refused, you know, to go to therapy. I refused to go to, to like grief sessions. I just literally um, dealt with it by not dealing with it. Yeah. I guess I just worked and worked and worked and avoided it as as long as I could. Um, and then. It was about the time where we decided, like, okay, we think we're gonna have kids, and I was like, all right, I gotta get, I gotta get my shit together here. Yeah. So, um, I started. I went to. Um, it's not EMDR therapy, but it's very similar. Where um, it's it's basically what happens. Like, um, I, I'm gonna botch this up and listeners like if you have more information send it to me and I'll I'll add it to our website um but it's basically like your whole you 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 go you go into a almost like a trance and your whole body shakes and you're like off gassing all of this trauma energy so I started there um and then she was like okay you're done and I was like what 
And she's like, yep, this is the last, like, you're good. And it wasn't like, here's the next step, like, go talk to someone. It was just like, you're done now. And I was like, I felt like I'd been broken up with. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, and then, yeah, I started seeing a therapist and basically I hadn't, I, yeah, I, I started to get my act together, you know, therapy, doing a little bit more yoga. And then I was like, I'm good. Things are good. I'm good enough. Like, it's good enough, right? Yes. I'm good yeah. enough. I'm good enough. And then I got COVID and then I got long COVID. And then I was, um, um, in, I was bedridden for like two and a half years and I lost everything. My, I had, lost my job I you know like I literally couldn't I I was slowly dying and it was just a really difficult thing to go through Um, and that was the most depressed I've ever been and I'm still coming out of it and I'm still working through it but I I will say like um, you know there were days that I didn't want to be in my body anymore there were days where I couldn't see a future at all um, and so um, it took a lot of different types of therapies. Um, I'm now seeing a therapist every week, and I'm seeing a psychotherapist once a month, and we're trying different medications. And I have, um, I have no, because of COVID, I have no, my body doesn't create serotonin or dopamine, mm-hmm. <laughs> which are things that will help you feel better, yeah. right? But anything that we try and inter- introduce into my body, I have a, an, a bad reaction to it. So we're it's we're just kind of like throwing darts at the wall. And I, yeah, so I tried one last week, and it was just like it made me more anxious. And um, so it's it's I, I'm better than I was absolutely for sure for sure. But I I say like I, I'll just say like I have I think similar. Um, responses to when I am in the depressive mode where it's like okay it's my fault or what did I do to get here again or like you know I I blame myself for it even though I know it's just like it's not my fault it's just you know it's how my body's built right now or whatever happened to it and you know I I it's not my body works so hard for me and I'm so hard on it and so I'm trying to sort of bridge that a little bit more um so, yeah, that's a really long answer to your question. No, it is, I mean, like, I gave a really long answer to it. It was very... Uh, yeah, was yeah. No, it's good. So, yeah, it's... it's. I will say, like, I'm just going to echo what you said, and I'm not going to use the word that you used because I can't remember it, but... Um, it's it's maintenance all the time. It is, and it will always it will always be maintenance all the time and for the rest of my life. There's something quite, like, exhausting about that and, like, in a way that is very hard i and i i know other people who understand it but a lot of people don't and um and it's hard like you know i i don't know whether this is me or whether this is a real reaction that people give give you or you know people tell you you're being dramatic or you know what i mean and that's that's very frustrating (laughs) that's yeah maddening um yeah but it's i i suppose like um I think I've talked. I think I've talked to you about it in the, these terms before, and I think it's a useful way to think about it. Certainly for me, is that I know what sad is. I've been sad before. I've been really sad. Um, but this is 
different and it's <clears throat> you know sad is something that you know fades over time and you know can stay with you and can keep things with you but this is like can be sudden it can be it can be triggered by nothing really and it has this sort of um really terrifying pull to it mm -hmm. that is can feel really inescapable and almost like i don't know welcoming at times as well it's like this is the solution the familiar yeah uh-huh exactly uh -huh. and it's and i think that certainly and i know that other people feel that you know feel that or feel something similar to that and again as always all i can do is talk about my experience with it but i it's 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 like it's like you're at the edge of a whirlpool and it's just pulling you in and in and in and you can't do anything about it and sometimes then certainly for me the frustration i feel at being unable to deal with it just makes me spin faster in the, into that whirlpool you know mm -hmm. um it's yeah it's it's really difficult and it's um i don't know about you how you feel in the, about, about this but like i I feel like I've done a pretty good job. No, I don't. I think I do a very good job. It's one of the things I think I'll give myself credit for that, and it's not all good. But like, I do a very good job putting a version of myself out into the world that is complete and is functional and, um, can you know be relied upon and, whatever, but like that takes so much energy, so much of my energy to do so often. And um, it's hard to, um, it's hard, it's really hard to keep that up. It's really hard to keep that up while you're also trying to maintain whatever shit's going on internally as well, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I wish that more people, you know, it's like what begets what, you know, if you share that part of yourself with the world, does it, like what would happen, right? Yeah. Would it be would it make the depression and the whirlpool and the deep dark worse? Or would it freak people out? Or like yeah. these are things like as a society, at least in our culture, like we haven't made that leap as far. And like I'm oh I wonder like what would happen if, you know, it's kinda like commercials that are like they skirt around whatever they're trying to sell and they should just be like, It's a deodorant commercial, you yes. smell bad. You know, right? Yeah. Put this on your armpit so you don't oh, smell great. Like shit. Oh, Okay, yeah. Right. So it's like if we just put it all out there, like, and said what was really happening, what, what, what would actually happen? You know, and I don't know if it's different in your culture than it than it is in mine. Um, and there are times that I have shared, you know, like okay, like. <laughs> I'm in bed and I've been in bed for a year. Yeah. You know, like and people are like, holy moly, I didn't know and Yeah. Um and that's been both good and bad, I think. Yes. But I wonder if in the UK, like, do you is that even an option for you? Um, like I think we're even more stoic and like you know the like British or the English term stiff upper lip sort of thing, you know, it's yeah. like Yeah. Um and it's just like bury these things down, but it's like that's so damaging, and you see how damaging it is in with people, um, and 
so I think like I mean I should have checked the figures I know that like um, Northern Ireland has a, a problem with like suicide and things like that you know because we are such a sort of like just bury it all on the inside and like I have literally had the advice from from people to like when I was when talking about this was like can you not just bury it down on the inside <laughs> which is wild to me wow because it's like what do you think do you think it just goes away if you do that it doesn't you know it absolutely doesn't it's um and yeah and i see like the impact that i i see how that attitude impacts you know so many levels of our culture do you know what i mean and so much of the sort of you know uh, a big strong angry man type thing you know and how mm -hmm. not dealing with your own emotions then leads to negative outcomes for that person and for the people around you you know and it feels like such such a worse way of dealing with it rather than actually maybe looking inwards and having a kind of honest sort of appraisal of of what's going on with you mm -hmm. do you feel like people expect you to sh like you're funny right you're just a funny human being the things you post are funny um you know it does bring me laughter and joy when you know i see something funny that you post but knowing you like and I do know the effort that goes into that. Um, I guess. Do you do, are you doing that for you or are you doing that for other people? Mm. Like, I think I've said this to you before in terms of like, I, because I don't have a lot of sort of internal resources for like self-esteem. Mm -hmm. I kind of, I mean, that's true and it isn't true. Like, I, you know, this is a longer sort of thing because I feel like when I, when I, when I really think about it, there's a lot of things that I, you know, couldn't admit I do well and I think I've got a lot of strengths, but like it's hard sometimes just in the moment to see those and to like, you know, to use those to kind of, I don't know, boost myself up. So I think I present a version of myself out into the world so that people will like me and I'll get those sort of you know that lift from that but I think I've told you before, about it before where I feel like so often I'm kind of like oh please like me please like me please like me and then whenever I am convinced or when I think people like me and that takes a while I'm like I'm kind of like you like me what the fuck's wrong with you <laughs> you know mm -hmm. which is mm -hmm. so messed up you know and it's like I don't know and like that's it's been that way for me for like as long. I, I think I've only really been able to isolate it, isolate that and think about it in that way in recent years but it's absolutely the pattern in my life you know and it's like it then creates this kind of dissonance where I'm wondering whether you know this version of myself that I present into the world is that what people like is that me you know uh, I, I don't know and it's like and, and then that's you know, those are the sort of cracks in your psyche that I think the sort of mental health stuff then, sorry, emotional health stuff then exploits, you know, it's like, uh, yeah, there's a chink in the armor here, um, you know, and then it just kind of could crack that crack you open from there. Mm -hmm. Or you can just concrete it and then stuff. Yeah, it yeah, 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 yeah. Or, uh, uh, what do you call it, plasterboard? Do you, I don't know if you have plasterboard. Yeah. Okay. It's <laughs> just like, no. it's just like sticky tape. <laughs> it's more more likely than concrete i think right right <laughs> <laughs> do you know what 
just sticky, just sticky tape your mental health problems together. <laughs> that's right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and then let's just like smack it and go. That's fine. <laughs> um, do you have a question? Um, or do you want to? Oh, I do have a question. Yeah, I do. I yeah. actually I do because um, so I. Uh, and and I, I think I've got a th- thoughts on this as well. But do you think there are upsides to emotional health issues? And if so, what do you think they are? I, that's a really good question. I think that there are upsides to emotional health issues if you are capable of self-reflection. Yes. And I think we're surrounded by some people that are just don't have that capability of self-reflection. It's true. Or, and or, or, or like a fear of, of even trying the self-reflection. Yeah. Yes. Um, and I, I, what do we call it? The, the conscious observer where you're kind of like looking at yourself from the outside. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think that the up, I do think that there is an upside. I think the upsides are you get to know yourself better. Yeah. I think that you um, add, you know, we, we always say like tools to our tool belt yeah. um, that s- some things work for us, some things don't, you know. Um, and I think a, a, a sort of an, a product of being in this place that I didn't anticipate is that people come to me for advice Yeah, and they come to me saying, Oh, I have similar issues. You know, what do I do with all of this? You know, and then I can recommend, you know, things that I've tried, you know, EMDR, CBT, transcendental meditation, you know, so it's definitely, it's broadened my, um, I, I would also say it's broadened my, worldview on what other cultures use to help their emotional health um like meditation like yoga you know um transcendental meditation came from you know i'm going to say himalaya himalayan Mm -hmm. mountains depends on how where you where you are and how you pronounce it but um that's been almost a fascinating part of it for me where I'm like, this is so cool. I want to learn about this. And then all of a sudden I'm not so much in, in, in the whirlpool or the deep dark well, yeah. but I'm reading a book about something that, you know, could be helpful. So, um, that's a good answer. What's your, what's, what's your answer to that? That's a really good question. I think like I, um, and I think this is, I mean, uh, who knows, but like, I, I think my, um, you know, a lot of the sort of darker aspects of this are a symptom of me being feeling things so deeply. Um, I think I have gained more empathy as a result, but I think I've already always been quite empathic in that sort of way. I think I've always really strongly been affected by strong emotions around me, and like you know, they can really lift me high or they can really take me down. Um, and I think that, and I, I love that in a way, like I love that I have the capacity for that. I think I will kind of like, 
I think I, I, I feel things in a way that a lot of other people don't. And I mean, that's amazing and sometimes, but it's absolutely awful other times. And I don't, and as much as like the awful times, I really kind of wish they didn't happen a lot. I don't think if, if a fix for this was that I also lost out on the amazing feelings, then I don't know that I would take it because it would be, you know, too great a loss, you know. Um, so I think that's it for me. I think, you know, because I think it is just that I am like, you know, we t we've talked before in terms of like, I am soft. And I don't mean that in a, and like, I know that a lot of girls are soft. Can you imagine? Like for a man, I don't care. Like I, um, I am like, I'm sensitive. I'm emotional. I um, struggle with a lot of things that, you know, some certain things that people seem to take in their stride. I, I really do. But like, I don't, I don't care because like, I, I think those are the things that kind of make me, um, more unique and hopefully interesting i guess but like they are um so yeah so even though it comes with a lot of sort of you know um a lot of uh, troughs it comes with a lot of peaks as well i guess we call them peaks and valleys peaks and valleys okay yeah is, is trough a word that you use in america it is for like that's what pigs eat up. Yeah, it is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the pig trough. Um, so can I ask you a question then? Would you say that that soft, that soft self mm -hmm. that is inherently who you are, and I know this about you yes. because I am also soft, yes. um, which is why we can just be like two pillows together. But um, would you say that's the real you? Um probably yeah i mean it's close i think so and i think it's like if i'm in a good way and i'm feeling okay about myself i think that is what people respond to in me like and i think it's true for both of us like people really respond well to both of us and really like both of us and like but i would say that for both of us would be like uh what the fuck are you talking about sometimes do you know what i mean like yes, we reject yes, we reject yes. that you know a little yes yes and yes like and i do definitely i do you know it's it's i really kind of push it away and um you know like i had a conversation with a friend recently and i was i was like talking about that and i was like i just wish i could live in that i really do like i wish i could um i don't know make a wee home there because it feels nice but i i, I don't um so yeah i don't know sorry what was the question there i think i, I kind of got distracted no no you're good you're you you're following the whatever like path. meandering path it's fine i just asked if that soft part of yourself is really like because you you're you're trying to really like hone in on who you are yeah. and is that is that who you are it is and it's it's like i think it's something that i really pushed on for so many years because i um you know Men aren't soft, right? <laughs> so we're told, at least anyway. And right. like, and and like, here's the thing about that as well, is that like, and I don't say this as a kind of reaction to this, but like, I'm strong in a lot of ways, you know? Like, I, 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 I can see my strengths in a lot of ways, and I'm, again, in my good moments, happy I am the way I am, but like, I think that, um, yeah, it very much is the way the way uh, it's it's made in my core. I think you know, and it's I've always kind of struggled with that because, 
you know, um, I think I speak, can speak broadly about the West. Again, my experience with the West is that like, it is still kind of men are supposed to be a certain way. And I'm not really that way. And that's kind of, then it's kind of tough to reconcile that. And it's kind of tough to kind of know your place in the world whenever you don't fit in that sort of um, box, I guess. Um, yeah. what do you do what do you do for yourself when you're having a down day like what are the things where you're like all right andy um, like do you wall do you do you wallow do you huh it's a good question <laughs> i um it depends and like it depends what sort of icon myself out of it sometimes and it's fine i am really struggling these days to spend time by myself like it's really bad and um it's super hard oh, that's a thing for you too oh yeah it's a nightmare i it's got it's got worse in recent time and like i'm really struggling even to like enjoy downtime or like watching shows like i'm so like my friend like sent me a movie to watch and i'm and it's like two and a half hours long and i'm like man there's no way i'm watching this anytime soon i'm just like too I'm too on one it's just bad you know um mm -hmm. but yeah i i guess I, I for me it is always spending time with people it's being around people i really love it i really do i like but like i will be oftentimes stressed out when i'm with people but I like as soon as i leave i'm away from people i feel such a sense of loss and it's really hard uh, sometimes you know it's really hard to like walk away from that um so yeah i think so yeah i guess spending time with people is the, is the best way i i also find video games work really well for me because they are consuming in every way so uh mm -hmm. it's like like physically and uh, mentally um i like i um you know uh, so it's and i think it's just a distraction rather than a fix but it allows me to kind of like not engage with that for a while and i kind of quite like that i i don't it's okay to take a break it is yeah i think it's avoidance more than you know dealing it's with okay it. to avoid yeah, for, yeah and i think that i need that you're right because if, if avoidance i guess allows me to take a break you know whereas like watching watching something is so passive you know it's it's easy for me to like my mind to wander or yeah exactly mm -hmm. what about yourself um so sometimes mine is can be symptomatic so like i'll have you know a migraine or whatever or i just ha like my fatigue level is at a, at a point that i just can't do anything mm -hmm. and then i feel sad about that because i can't like mike has to take the kids to school and i can't um parent and i can't do the things that i you know i he does so much and I do so little because of my health stuff, but um, to the things that I normally am able to do, like I hold on so tight and there's such little things, uh, but when I can't do them, that's really hard. And yeah. so then, yeah, I'm hard, I'm hard on myself. So, so usually, you know, when it's fatigue related, I have to just lay in bed and I have to, I just have to allow and, I'll just say, you know, hey, Mike, it's a bed day. And he's like, okay. And then he knows, like, he's going to come in every 30 minutes and just be like, 
check on me, make sure I'm not crying. And, you know, I, I, um, you know, sometimes I have to take medication for it just to kind of pull me out yeah. of the, the, the really deep, dark stuff. Um, but I, I will say I'm getting better at allowing. Um, but my problem is, and this is why I have a hard time being just by myself as I ruminate. Yeah. And it's like, a, this is like a topic in therapy every week. I ruminate. I think back like, 15 years ago to this thing that happened or five years ago to this yep. thing that happened or like, you know, and it's like, I can't change the past, but boy, can I think about it over and over and over and over and over. Yeah. Right. And I can't pull, I, 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 I'm like actively working on trying not to ruminate right now. And that is the hardest part. And so I am always listening to a podcast. I am yep. always, you know, like, working on this podcast has been a really great way of to avoid, <laughs> um, you know, cause I'm doing stuff on the, on the back end, and that's been, it's just been nice to have something to do yeah. because I haven't had much to do for so many years. Right. And, um, yeah, I, I also don't, you know, we moved here. I don't have a lot of friends, like I don't have a lot of, community i don't have a lot of friends yeah. here and so where i can you know just little things i'm trying to be better about reaching out to people um because i think i'm similar to you in that like i i i do thrive off the up. energy yeah i feed off i feed off of, you know being around people and laughing and all of that so yeah no that's, so, yeah. that's a good answer i think i need a i need a mic i need a female mic <laughs> It's pretty, I don't know, like, I don't know what I would do without yeah, him, Yeah, he's honestly. awesome. Um, no, that's a great answer. Um, so, something I had been thinking about um, was, um, well, I suppose two different things. I mean, um, would you have any advice for any people who are feeling like this? And also, would you have any advice for people who have somebody else in their life who's going through this like you know what they could do yeah so and i might have to ask you to repeat those questions sure. um so i would say my advice is like do like a daily check yeah in on yourself so like how are we feeling today what's been worrying me lately or what's worrying me today yeah. Um, am this is a big one? Am I providing my body with like the basic necessities, the basic needs? Like, am I feeding it? Am I yeah. watering it? Is is it getting enough sleep? Because those things for me like will t totally throw me off. Um, you'll like this one. Um, what am I doing to bring myself joy today? Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Somebody really smart. Must have yeah, right. said. <laughs> right. Come up with that one. Who, who would that? And then um, do I have people, like, who are, do I have people in my corner that I could talk to yeah. today if I need to? That's a big one. And it's it's really, it's not, like, it's not a long-term thing. It's, like, a daily thing. Yeah. It's a, you know, it's, it's, it's um, unfortunately, or fortunately, I don't know that this this level of self-awareness that you need to have to know like where you are and what you need um so i would 
that would be my advice is just to start there. Yeah, I like that. And cool. obviously get a therapist yes. um, if you can afford it. And uh, I'll, I'll put this in the, the, um, the intro, but we have some resources both for the USA and the UK yeah. um, for folks that need um, emotional mental health support. Um, and then what was, your, what was the second part? It was um, advice for people who maybe have somebody in their lives who's yeah. struggling. Yeah, this is a, this is a good one. Uh, it's tough. <laughs> it is. It, this is like what I'm fiery about. Yes, me too. Like don't 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 tell them to get over it. Yes. Don't tell them that they that you are you know your problems are worse than theirs. Yes. Don't tell them. Um, oh, it just comes with age. <laughs> don't tell them that you know that there's something wrong with them don't tell them to shove it down like yeah what i would say is um you know ask them if they need a hug yes ask them you know if they need actual like uh, someone to come over and help like ask them if they need a meal ask them um, ask them what they need. Yes. Yes, exactly. And, li- and listen yeah. and listen and listen. That would be what I would say. No, that's good. That's a good answer. And, and, and you're going to hear stuff. Like if you're the support person, you're going to hear stuff that might be scary. You're going to yes. hear stuff that you don't necessarily want to hear. And, um, you just have to bear that burden. Yes. Cause that's being a good family member or friend. So. I th- what about you? Um, so I'll take the first one, I guess, first. So like in terms of advice I'd have for people that are going through it is, I guess, you know, don't internalize it. Um, it it's really, it's so valuable getting it out there. I, I, and I, it can be tough finding the right arena for that, the right person and whatever. But it is... If feel things feel always feel a lot better when you vocalize them. I think you know certainly in my, in my opinion is uh, and like I think that if things like are just circling through your head, they faster, and they can become incredibly damaging. I think and, and so much worse. I, I think you and I are verbal processors. Yeah. Big time. Very much so. Obviously. I think here we yeah, are. True. Like I think that like as well. I mean, they're so. Um, you know, and this is a conversation I've had with a few different friends. Like, you know, there is such a sort of limited... Your, your tools in terms of the words that you have to use are so limited in terms of describing what's going on. All you can do is the best you can do in terms of, like, thinking about it and vocalizing it to somebody. But as I say, I, I really do think it's important to talk to somebody, a professional especially. So, like, if you can, if you have access to it, it is invaluable i'm kind of of the opinion that like therapy should be like running water it should be like that ubiquitous you know everybody the world would be infinitely better if if we all um like it would be like the the fourth meal or something right it would be it It would just oh yeah you just add it in right like not every day but i mean obviously it would be a disaster for the economy and whatnot (laughs) you know but like stuff the economy honestly but anyway um uh, so my advice for people who um, have somebody in their life that they um, see as struggling is, and this is a lot harder than people think, but it's learn to listen. Like, yeah. 
shut up <laughs> and listen. And if they want help, they will ask you for help. Um, because if you try to help them, it will it will just shut shut them down, and you will not get. Uh, because like so many people, seem to get caught up in this idea that there's a fix for everything, and I think you know, and like accepting that there's not a fix sometimes. All you can do is kind of maintain, or, um, it's, it's a bit of a release in a way, you know. But I think it's a hard conclusion for a lot of people to kind of come to. I. I think most of the people I know who I would say are good listeners have been through the ringer, kind of know the score, you know, or and like I, I, I love I have friends that I can ask, How are you doing? And they're like, I'm not good, but I don't want to talk about it. And I'm like, no problems. Um, if you don't want to talk about it, let me know. And then I can just and then we can just talk about other interests that we have just to kind of, you know, you know, because it's like there's nothing worse than really kind of forcing somebody to talk about something when they're not ready as well, you know. You, you really need to have just patience. And it's hard. It's really hard, you know. But uh, I think just being there for them, like even if somebody is having a hard time and they don't want to talk about it, just being in the same room as them is huge, you know. Um, there's, a, so there's a song I uh, let, let Beth listen to when we were in um, is this the old note? Is this the I? The yeah, Irish, Irish I, I listen to it like once a week. We yes. we should put we should post a, a link to it actually in the in the in the. Uh, I will. Um. So I listened to it. I it came on when I was working the other night, and I was like, I will try not to cry, and I didn't cry. But then I immediately went and I listened to a song called, uh, "Black Dog" by Arlo Parks, which I think I might have sent to you before. I don't know if I did, but it is. You did. It's like one of the most. Like in terms of a piece of music that most best describes, that best captures, I guess, the idea of uh, depression, it's incredible, I think. And I listened to it immediately afterwards because I was like, ah, I didn't, didn't cry for uh, Old Note. And then immediately cried in my workplace <laughs> while listening to Black Dog. Um, can, we just ta- can we just talk about uh, how crying is such a good thing? Oh, so cathartic. But it's like... It is. It's, but like how, it's so interesting in a social setting if you cry because people just freeze. They're just like, oh my God, what do I do? And it's like, it's such a shame because it's so, and then I think it just stops people from crying and it's such a like, such an amazing release valve, at least, you know, for me anyway. Mm-hmm. I cry if other people cry. Yeah. I like cry. I've always like always cried when other people like if like my sister would hurt herself I would cry like kind of yeah. thing. I, yeah. I think like I told you before like my weird sort of uh, crying in animated movies thing which I no. I did tell you this. <laughs> did you? <laughs> yeah, I think it's so I think I, I thought about it. I think it's related to um an American tale, you know the Fievel movie? Oh yes. Right. Oh, totally cried at that one. I like I remember so like there's a point where he kind of gets lost and he's singing i can't remember the name of the song but like he's singing somewhere somewhere out there somewhere out there oh god and i remember like him being and like i so beneath the pain yes oh bad don't uh and i immediately (laughs) empathized with him and i was like on the same page as him and i was like so that so resonated with me and i think that's what stays with me but like there's so many if there's a sad moment in a cartoon like i'll cry it like uh, sad moments in um, you know stupid human movies 
but uh, <laughs> for like <laughs> animated movies, uh, it gets me so easily. It's it's crazy. It's like laser targeted to make me cry. It's like it's your child. It's your child self. I think so. Yeah. It's your soft self. It is. That's just like the guard is down. You're watching a cartoon, right? It's like especially though. Like I don't know why, but see like um overcoming the odds moments so or like whenever like the, the one bit that gets me and it will <laughs> it's bizarre is that uh in the incredibles you're the incredibles mm-hmm. okay oh yeah so so you know whenever um this is the first movie whenever the family uh, goes to the island and they are like first the first time they're ever sort of working as a team and they're like fighting all the kind of bad guys that kills me <laughs> i'm crying my eyes out and that the whole way through <laughs> we had I, I i cry i cry in movies a lot yeah we watched uh so the first time i and i i'm sure i talk about the greatest showman all the time but yeah. the first time i watched it it was like it was because i've had to sort of retool okay what is my life gonna look like yeah um and the whole i and i Get, I get like Barnum and Bailey Circus and all the horrible things they did. Yeah. But they re- the musical's really good, and that it's a different, you know. So, but it's it's the whole idea is this is the life, you know. I'm going to have this is the life I'm going to lead. This is the all of the adventure we're going to have. Like you can create the world the the you can create the world you want to have. And I was just like, yeah. like cried through the whole movie. The kids are just like, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> like, so I. For me, it's 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 that idea of creating the world the way that you want to see it. Yeah, you know, very much so. Me and meaning me, right? Yes, obviously, one hundred percent. I got you. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, was was it somewhere out there? It, it is. That's definitely the the. Uh, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna double check because I'm not trusting my. No, it is. It definitely is. You said okay. that, and immediately I remembered okay. it. It is. Okay. Um, okay. when he's like sitting in the somewhere window. Somewhere out there. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> you can't you can't tell listeners that we're both blubbing our eyes out now. <laughs> right. <laughs> um. Do you have any more questions? I don't think so. I mean. Um, this is something we I could literally talk about this like forever. Yeah, we could do like a three-hour podcast on this. I think. I mean, like, I yeah. think it might be a good. We can revisit. Yeah, it. I think it'll maybe be good. in like six months or yeah. something. I think it'd be a good one to revisit. And I guess, kind of, if anybody who's listening has any questions or you know any mm-hmm. things that we didn't cover that you want to go over, and um, let us know, and we can do it again. Because like I think some people have already said to me that they wanted more like travel stuff and things like that. And I think okay. So, like, you know, there's there's definitely the capacity for doing more of this. Um, I think this is a... Uh, I think this is a, a, to- a topic that's relevant to... The mental health and back to now is sort of relevant to a lot of people. I think, like, everybody has mental health struggles, you know? I really do. And I think that it's, like, such a underserved part of our, like, society, you know? Um, so, yeah. I, again, yeah. And if, there, and, and, if, and if hearing us talk about any of these things was helpful to you then that's awesome and if you've got as I say if you have any more questions or anything else you'd like to go over in this area please let us know yeah and you can um you can email us at support at bendypodcast.com 
we're on all the socials, um, Bendy the Podcast. So you can, you know, you don't have to post it. You can DM us um, and, you know, have private conversations. But uh, and if you do have anything to share that would be helpful for other people, we'll definitely add it to our website and put it up on the social media channels. Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Do you want to talk about joy? Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> oh no, um, so what's bringing me joy? Oh, what a nightmare. Yes, uh, on the spot, oh, I, mm-hmm. So uh-huh. I have a good one. So I guess I was going to do music, but I talked about the songs that were resonant with me recently. Um, and music's constantly bringing me joy, it really is. Uh, but uh, I think I might do a few playlists, actually, and, and put them in there. Can we, do, can we do a Bendy playlist? Yeah, we should. Like, I've like got Spotify. a few, um, some songs yeah. I think people would like. But um, Andy's got really good taste in music, thank you. I'm just going to say. Yeah. Um, mine is, like, all over the map and makes no sense, but that's just how my brain works. I mean, mine's pretty much all over the map, too, but, like, I, I think I really kind of like to, I don't know, I really like to seek out uh, interesting stuff. But anyway, um. So I have been reading a book called Boyfriends and one of my male friends bought it for me. Um, let's shout out to Mike if you're listening. It's a it's an amazing gift. Um, but it's about a, it's a guy's memoir talking about the male friends he's had in his life and taking stock of it all. It's, the centerpiece is basically he was friends with a, um, a guy that was in a band I think they're called Frightened Rabbit. People are going to be mad of me if I get this wrong. But um, he was in the band. Don't be mad at Andy. Mad let, at him, let him finish. <laughs> and he committed suicide. And he was this guy's best friend. And the framework for the book is that he is both... He's writing this in the months after his friend has killed himself. So he's, he's writing about his life after then and how he's dealing with the grief of and the loss of, of a friend who was that close to him. Mm-hmm. And he's just going through all of his friendships uh, in his life, like very warts and all. Um, and I, I really, I'm really enjoying it. It's really invigorating. It's such a kind of really kind of um, unflinching look at sort of male friendships and the bonds or bonds that they form and like how important they are. Um, and also like how rare that sort of, you know, meaningful connection is, you know, Um so yeah, it's it's really bringing me joy uh, this week. That's great. I will um. I will find it and. Yeah, I'll post it. Yeah, I'll link. I'll link yeah. it. I, I I wrote myself a note, so you're okay. Don't worry about it. Um. So I I always have to write these down because on the spot I'm just like nothing. What I'm <laughs> joy. Um. Joy. But I actually um. So I uh. I've been trying to talk with my friend Zan, uh-huh. who I've known her since like 2004. I hired her when I was working at the college. She was like the first student I ever hired. And it's like, I was like 23 and she was like 20. So, you know, the age difference isn't that terrible at, at that point. And then she graduated and we just became like such good friends. And um, <laughs> so... she's the one that told me about the tomato timer okay so thanks Anne. and then she was like i have to show you something and i'm not meaning this to be like you know demeaning or make you feel bad in any way but she holds her phone up and there's a voicemail for me from 2018 and she was like this is the last time that you sent me a voicemail 
And like, granted, I texted her like, you know, a couple. Yeah. But like, you know, I, I she was like, I I wasn't gonna delete this until I talked to you again, and then I could delete it, right? Um. But I was like, yeah, well, 20, you know, thinking through, like, I was working full time. I was, like, lobbying in D.C. And then we went to yoga. And then I got COVID. And then I was, like, dying. And I was like, these are all the reasons. And, you know, she was like, I'm like, what if I, I'm, like, glad you saved the voicemail. Because what if I died, right? And she was like, ha ha. But it was just, like, I I think I said an episode ago or something that I was going to work harder. What, the friendship episode. Yes. Where I was like, I'm going to work harder being like a better friend. And so I've actually been active on that. And so talked to her for like two hours. She is doing amazing. We like we she took the photos that are wet. It makes on my wedding. We had babies on the same day on the same year. She had um, Elizabeth and I had Charles. So we know that we have royalty coming down the lineage. But uh, it's just it was so nice to connect with someone that knows me so well has known me so long and like it's just nice to be remembered you know and like that's she was holding on this voicemail for me like yeah and it did make me feel a little bad sure (laughs) but i was like and now you can never delete it she's like i know so but uh but i would say my 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 joy is reconnecting with her that's lovely it's it's been great yeah so Good, awesome, it's a good, great one. Yeah, that's really nice. Yes, lovely. No, that's lo- she's the good egg. Um, it- and she has like a farm in Vermont now with like fifteen hundred sheep. Well, what was the name again? Sorry, Zian. Zan. Zan. Okay. So her name's Su- Su- Susanna. Susanna. Okay, so she's Zan. Okay. Yeah. Hi, Zan. Yeah. Hi, man. Yeah. Um, and yeah. That's a lovely one. Yeah, I like it a lot. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, yeah, uh, it's always nice. Make uh, and like I. I mean, there's, uh, you know, it's reminded me of somebody in particular that I do actually need to reach out to. And we, reach we've out talked, to. Uh, we've talked about uh, this person before, and I need to make an effort because I still feel, I, I just want to say I don't know, I just want to catch up with them again, and I need to just be the person uh, who does that. I think I'm pretty good with that in my life. Like I'm not like there's so many people I know who are just like, come from that person in ages, and I'm like, have you reached out to them? No. Uh, well, <laughs> like, I don't, t- I don't, I'm not like super prideful, like, oh, this person hasn't spoken to me in a long time. I'm just like, yeah, you know what? If I want to speak to this person, I'm going to speak to them. They don't need, I hate that sort of build. Because, like, what a crap way to lose a friend is because, you know, nobody can d- can make the effort to make that first step, you know? Yeah. Anyway. Yep. Yep. Okay, well, I'm going to be your accountability buddy on this. Okay. So next week, you're going to tell me that you reached out to them. Okay, okay. Okay. Done. Done deal. Okay. <laughs> That's, it fills, fills me with trepidation, but I'm going to do <laughs> I know. Stress, stress, stress. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, sounds good. Oh, okay, yeah. I've got something else, but it's off board. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hey, sorry, listeners. <laughs> Maybe we'll have a, a what are they Patreon where we talk about yeah um, all our secret all yet next year yeah exactly we'll figure that out anyways well thank you listeners thank you listeners we love you yeah yeah know what yeah pay Patreon because I love doing this so like if we could be paid for this this would be freaking that's awesome. kind of what I'm thinking <laughs> I know it would be nice so you know so. <laughs> you know you like it you want to pay for it okay <laughs> um but yes so we love you great to see you as always. And always thank you everybody 
So ready? Okay. <laughs> okay. Stay. best yet. Bye. That's the best one. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to Bandy, a Beth and Andy podcast. We are extremely grateful to all of you who have tuned in so far and really appreciate your support. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Apple, Amazon and YouTube and follow us on social media to keep up to date on the silly things we're up to and new episodes. You can listen to all of our episodes, submit ideas for future podcast topics, ask us for advice, submit a joke, or interview request at bendypodcast.com. If anyone listening has or continues to struggle with mental health issues, we have some resources available on our website. Don't struggle alone, folks. Talk to someone, please. Next week's episode is an answer to one of our first requests, which was to expand on our travel stories from one of our earlier episodes. Except this time, we get into our weirdest and wildest stories. Yes, even weirder and wilder than last time. Be sure to tune in, and as always, thanks for being here with us.